Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and the CEO of Vacuuman, <laughs> who sponsored this fine program, is with us once again. Uh, hope you're having a good week, Adam. You know, Bill, it's been interesting. I have to say, it's it. You know, it could be the I was speaking with producer Alicia uh, off the air. It's been really slow. It's been slow up until about last week, and I'm excited to to, to share that this week coming, this weekend and coming, it's been very busy in our in our duck cleaning world. And uh, and I don't know if it's inflation or otherwise, but it's been very busy. And I'm, you know what? A lot of the calls are coming from this radio broadcast. Nine hundred CHML. Thank you so much for those that listen and call in. And uh, and and I have to say that it's uh, it's been it's it's going to be a very busy week coming up, so I'm excited about that. Excellent. And uh, as people get their ducks clean and get all the uh, the needles from the Christmas tree out, that it's, it's all part of the process. Uh, and and something that, by the way, I know most people don't even think about, but uh, you know, it's it's something that's got to be done. We keep talking about wanting to have clean air, you know, outside, but we have to have clean air in the house too. And uh, that's uh, that's part of the process. Uh, speaking of a vacuum man, as we were, uh, talk to us about this uh, connection you've made now with uh, Apple Business Connections. Yeah, yeah. This one comes from a local uh, social media guy right here in the city. Uh, and and Dave, uh, who has been very actively in, on LinkedIn, shared this information. And I spoke about it before, but it's official. If you're a small business in the city of Hamilton, as we know, you Google things. You Google business pizza, whatever, mm-hmm. duck cleaning, yeah. um, and you find your local uh, business. Well, Apple is now launched in Canada. It's been in the U.S. for a while. It's called Apple business connections and it can be found on apple maps apple is obviously quite popular and uh, many people do have an iphone and we've heard that they've been trying to compete over time with their apple map business now what they're doing now is integrating small businesses to now be set up in the apple map and vacuuman has now officially registered and i want to again uh make a comment that if you're a small business you have your google my business and google is the be all end all don't get me wrong but apple is going to be a competitor you can upload your image of your logo you can upload a header image there's very limited things bill right now you can do but why you want to do it is if you're a local business and people that are on iphones probably will use apple maps um they're trying to compete with google thank goodness and so so uh, you want to register now. They don't offer features like they do in Google. You can in Google you can put actual uh, uh, features, events, coupons, or or whatever uh, uh, discounts you may want to offer. Apple doesn't have it for the Canadian small business market, but it's going to roll out, I'm sure, very soon as they're now letting companies verify themselves. So, uh, and for anyone looking for local businesses, you now have an option to look at both. So it's good for the business. To register you as consumers and otherwise you are not going to be isolated only to google maps to look for local businesses uh that you're looking to purchase your services from exactly and uh, anyway these are not good days for folks at google right now anyway they just had massive layoffs announced this week uh and and as as to your point about uh, about the business connections apple business connections this is kind of like getting in on the ground floor it's just kind of getting off its feet in this country isn't it and a lot of the stuff that google already has it will probably already be integrated into apple eventually 
Absolutely. And why you want to do it now as well, Bill, is that it you have to verify your business. You can't just register it and you're online. So it usually takes around 14 days. You either have to get a postcard uh, or you'll, you know, they'll call or text or or valid. Usually it's a postcard. Once you register your business, put your address, uh, it tries to avoid P.O. boxes. So if you're a small business or you're working from home, you're maybe not going to be registered or be accepted. Uh, but it, it, it does take time to get verified. So keep that in mind. Okay. Speaking of Apple, I've got a couple of other items I wanted to throw at you here. And what's going on with the Apple Watch? Well, you better like your Apple Watch, Bill, because it's going to change. And it was just uh, legally ruled by a judge in Washington, D.C. And as much as I talk about tech, and again, uh, we talk about Apple being an innovator and how it's been uh, uh, much in the leading uh, scale. Last week, I spoke about the fact that wearables have now reached its maximum. We have to now look at new ways to find medical devices. Well, the International Trade Commission is about to be challenged as a ruling came down. Apple, get this bill, has apparently been utilizing its technology without paying the proper fees to a company called Massimo that was the one that developed it. Those ECG monitors on your Apple Watch from Apple Watch 6, 7 in the future may not be able to incorporate this technology. Now, I'm sure there's going to be the ruling has happened. Now, the real next stage is going to be, okay, what are the damages? How much is uh, has Apple sold? How many people have? Uh, what, how is the technology being used? Uh, it's called a pulse ox, oximeter measuring, which is basically your ECG. It measures your heart rate monitoring, uh, identifies your health, heart palpitations. I've spoke about this many times when the Apple Watch came out, but get ready because those watches are probably going to be worth gold. And I can't imagine that this is going to be, it's okay, Apple, pay us our money and you can continue to use this patented technology. Um, and that's been ruled and that's official. That's a ruling now. It's just a matter of details coming down. So hang on to those Apple watches. It's going to be worth a lot of money, I think, in the future. So this is like a copyright violation then? Yeah, it's a patent uh, yeah, situation. Patent so they, okay. they, yeah, they they basically, I mean, I I dumbing it down but there's more to this than anything i mean they more or less came up with a look what we did and then uh this look what we did already existed and i guess it was ruled <laughs> that the way they did it was very much in lines with this original medical and this medical company by the way bill makes uh medical equipment for hospitals and on a, on a massive scale so um this was their their systems and processes and and was incorporated into how apple had integrated it and and I guess it was ruled uh, about a week ago in Washington that uh, that and and it's been in the ruling. I don't think there's an appeal ap uh, applicable. Now they're coming down to uh, how how has this impacted financially? And how is it going to impact people that already have a watch? That have been well, they can't take it away. I mean, the technology is in the watch itself, but yeah. uh, the monitoring, uh, what will probably happen is that if you use the cloud or the Apple cloud, uh, depending on what agreements come down, um, you won't be able to store your information other than on a local, your local device. So if you have an, a, an Apple iPad or an iMac or Mac Studio, all the new ones coming out, uh, you'll be able to uh, continue with your old watch. It will still store. It doesn't stop working. It just doesn't store it. And if it rules officially, then you won't be able to access access history in your iCloud. That's uh, going to be problematic. And, and by the way, as, as you just mentioned, this is only speculative. We don't know what the penalties are going to be yet, but Correct. that's that's probably what's going to happen. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine it's it's uh, I mean, the fact that they argued in court and they lost. I mean, obviously, they'll have an opportunity to appeal. But from what I understood, it was pretty blatant that there's not much of an appeal process that can proceed. They're really going through now the International Trade Commission to determine how impactful was the patent damaging from a financial side. And from what I understood, uh, the company that created it, the medical company, uh, they have no interest in wanting their product or patent to be shared across multiple watches. So it's, I think it's going to be a claw it back. Uh, and I, I, obviously it's not a massive uh, benefit to them to have it in uh, on everybody's wrist. Obviously, That's going to impact a lot of people. I, well, certainly going forward. I mean, you're not going to be able to get the feature anymore. Uh, but if you've been using it for the last little while, let's face it, you're using it for a reason. Um, and, you know, you don't just woefully play. Yeah, I think I'll check my cardiac situation. It, usually right, you're doing right. that in, in concert with some health concern, et cetera. So this is uh, Apple's got some explaining to do. I guess that's what it comes down to. Speaking of which, uh, Apple pencils in the iPad. Talk to us about that. Well, I'm a Samsung guy, Bill. You know, I like my yeah, Samsung I tablets. I like my pencils. I like writing. I like the feel of it. But don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, and again, if Steve Jobs was alive today, he'd be just losing it over this Apple Pencil stuff. <laughs> but you know what? If you're just not feeling it, you feel like the pencil's not, you know, it's just not feeling like a writing tool. They have a new product and it's like a fountain pen. It, it, it's actually as thick as a Cuban cigar. It's about $49 um, and it looks like a fountain pen. So it has that style. If you're an old school writer, but they're, you know, you're migrating into this paperless environment and you just, you know, you have your iPad and you have to feel like you're taking your notes, which you can do easily. It charges with a USB-C. Uh, it's called a Donut Stylus and it, and it is, it's a fountain pen but works seamlessly with the ipad okay and uh, that's still kicking around uh boy i got a ton of stuff i want to talk to you about now last week on the program uh you spent a lot of time talking about the ces show of course that's that fabulous show in vegas every year uh with all these great innovations and, and prototypes etc uh this is one that we didn't have time for and i'm glad you wanted to bring it back here today uh it's driver x and this is uh well <laughs> This, uh, well, you explain it because I, I, as I read this, I just thought this is just, this is weird. This is mind boggling, well, but absolutely. fascinating. Yeah, when we spoke last year, I said one of the biggest things we're going to see in the coming 2023 is going to be virtual reality and augmented reality. And and I'll probably be speaking about this weekly on latest, how is it incorporated and how is it engaged and otherwise. Uh, and in fact, at the Hamilton Innovation Center, just recently in the past week, they even talked about uh, the VR room that they're now integrating and otherwise. So that's a separate topic. But this specifically, why this is important and why it's so uh, integrated into uh, uh, VR is right now, if you've seen videos or maybe you've incorporated or tried it you wear a helmet and you get these controllers they're like little handles think of it as you know guns or otherwise you put them in your hands and they got buttons they have little uh, uh little devices and levers on it so you can move or feel like you're picking up things but again it's like you know you're you're, you're holding a stick and then pushing buttons on the stick to give the sensation of picking up and using your hands well the big mm -hmm. thing at the ces show was they announced for virtual reality you can now wear in fact they had multiple products, but this one specifically was the one that caught most of my attention. It's called the Driver X, and it is a sensation within the gloves. So they have little electrodes that go in the gloves on your fingertips. Um, they're on the on the on the back of your hand. Uh, it's a sensation in the palm of your hand. And how it works is it uses uh, electrodes that give a sensation of of resistance. So uh, in the case of you're feeling like you're picking up, uh, you know, in the, in the case of playing war games, a gun, that's uh, nobody wants to promote that. But say you're picking up a shovel, I'll use that you feel like as you grip, 
uh, in the product that's in the virtual reality, you feel the the the, the tension as if it's um, in your actual hands, and it's using elect uh, electrodes or electricity to uh, push on your nerve systems and make you feel like it's in your hands. So it gives a sensation of weight. It, it makes it feel like you have, um, you know, if it's like a pound or or otherwise, you feel the weight in your hand, and it's using electricity in your uh, in, in your hands in your nerve endings to give that sensation. So it goes right to your fingertips. So um, these are these are not cheap. These are two thousand dollars US. Uh, they're prototypes right now. The point of this is that they're coming out with now as virtual reality is going to become more popular. Um, they're became they're they're gaining more. Um, how do we remove the barriers? of being in a virtual reality world and being yourself versus holding sticks or uh, devices yeah. or, or controllers. It now just put on the gloves and you feel like you're actually in that world. Now, just to segue that to a second point, Bill, there's another I'll tell you what, like I got to jump in for a second because I'm, I'm going to yeah. hold them. This is this is like teasing it and then just, I got to do a quick bit of business here. I want to come back sure. and talk about this because as, as incredible as the gloves were, uh, they've taken <laughs> it to the next step and Adam's going to give us the details on that right after a short time out. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. We got a few more minutes left here and uh, you, you were telling just before the break, Adam, about this uh, fabulous innovation from the CES show about these uh, these incredible gloves, which, by the way, I guess is going to make the joystick obsolete. But somebody looked at it, I guess, and said, look at gloves. We don't need to. What, oh, what about the rest of the body? And somebody's already come up with an idea for that, too. Yeah, what they've done is to take, in addition to the gloves, OWO, in case you want to Google or look this up, it, it's, it's I don't know how to say it. I think it's OWO, but uh, it's OWO is the company. They came up with this last year where uh, they had a shirt and it, and it was kind of like an Under Armour shirt. So a workout shirt that was kind of uh, breathable and otherwise, but it had little electrodes in it again. And it's amazing how much electricity can do so much for the body with the nerve endings still. Um, and what was neat about the sensation of this is that it gave you, a, uh, while you were wearing this shirt, it gave you a sense of, again, of, of reality, 4D, if you will. So you'd feel vibrations and you'd feel it sort of, you know, uh, if you're in a game, someone shot you or uh, you would feel a little ping or a little jab in and the electricity would just send a little jolt uh, to wherever it was happening to your body. So if you bumped into a wall, you'd feel it in, in, in the shirt. But it was very minute. They've added now sleeves. And why the sleeves are, and again, think of it as a t-shirt. Now we've added the sleeves. And the sleeves bring more of the feeling to your forearms, to your elbow. I mean, no one wants to feel the sensation of having your funny bone getting hit. But I guess, I don't know, you got to give it a full reality. This uh, new sleeve, what it does is the essence, again, is allowing it to give weight. So imagine you're in this virtual reality world and you, I don't know, you want to play the game of lifting boxes or you want to help your friend move in a virtual meta world. Uh, you can now pick up a box and the electrodes in the forearms uh, uh, kind of send a jolt through your your body and it gives the feeling of weight. Again, where we were talking about the gloves, it gave the feelings in your in your fingertips. This actually will now push and it sends the sensing of, wow, this box feels like it's five pounds. And as you try to lift it and you pull it up, um, 
it, it will change that that sensation. So they've announced that this is where virtual reality is really going. What we're talking about is you're not just putting goggles on and holding a joystick. Uh, you're actually immersing into the world with the new elements that you have, and they're becoming less wires. So you know uh, uh, the original virtual reality you had all these cables and plugs. Uh, now they're running off battery packs, very thin electrode battery packs. Um, so what's neat about this and why it's important is it gives that feeling of, you know, say a meeting environment, you could, you know, pound your hand on the table and feel the sense as if the table's there, uh, or lifting, as I mentioned before, will bring that reality, uh, to life. So we're going to expect to see more in VR. I'll, I'll be speaking about this probably almost every week, Bill. I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that coming forward. Excellent. Uh, I, we're just about out of time, but there's one topic here. I just, for people relatively new to the show here, Adam loves robots and he loves drones. As a matter of fact, he's an officially licensed pilot for drones. Uh, and there's some news about that too, that, uh, that I know that you're just giddy about. Yeah, yeah, this was pretty cool. This year, I mean, drones have been around and we've seen maybe a clip if you've been online that they put out fires or uh, and otherwise. What's unique about this one? It's called Skydio uh, and it's a scout drone. So um, let me try and paint this picture. You watch all these like action movies and, and, and police shows and the police officer goes into a hot pursuit. Um, and what happens is uh, the cars, they're dry, they're chasing a Ferrari or whatever, and it's getting ahead of them and the police officer loses them down an alleyway. Well, now the sky scout drone can take off from the police car and it becomes your police helicopter uh, where normally you would call the police uh, and they would fly above and put their uh, spotlights down. This is a new aerial chase development that if somebody gets out of their car, starts running away, uh, this now will allow our uh, law enforcement officers the ability to be able to have it as a scout. So think of it as, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a partner in crime. You would release the drone and the officer will now be able to keep tabs on a visual display of, a, of an arm. Actually, it's an arm piece that goes on the officer's arm, and they would be able to see, almost think of an iPad strapped to your, uh, to your forearm, and be able to watch and keep monitor of the individual, the perpetrator, and be able to follow them until they actually can, can get an arrest. So I guess the moral of the story is no one's getting away, Bill, in the near future under our new law enforcement uh, uh, products coming to market. Well, talk to me about exactly the, how practical these things are. I mean, it sounds wonderful. And, and I know a lot of time with the the show in Vegas, uh, they, they, they talk about prototypes. Uh, but it sounds as if this one's ready to go to market. And, and it's, I guess, something that law enforcement agencies can, can start looking into. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've had them in the past. So this isn't like, oh, my God, I thought that existed. They did exist. What's unique about this year's product, though, is that it now, uh, instead of having someone control the drone and be able to manage it. It was always requiring an Adam Oldfield, for example, with a pilot's license for drones to be able to fly it. These are now running autonomous. That's what's unique about it. So, uh, you know, the, the the key thing this year is that the pursuit drone, um, or they're calling it Skydio, uh, Skydio Scout Drone. Um, the prototype is that it allows it to be unique to that officer. Um, and it's charged. It has up to, uh, again, if the perpetrator can run more than 35 minutes or 40 minutes, they're probably going to be, the drone's going to have to take a break, but it, it has a 35 minute uh, time limit or battery limit on it. And it gives that officer without extra police officers, um, you know, uh, needing more personnel to get into a, a case of a, of a chase. So, or being able to now, uh, uh, you know, assist in the apprehension versus one controlling the drone, one trying to chase and otherwise. So the police officer will now have, I hate to say it, a robot 
robotic support system that will be aerial. Um, and it's very much futuristic. It's almost like Judge yeah. Dredd stuff. Excellent stuff. Uh, we're out of time. I would love doing this. We do this every Friday at 1130 with Adam Oldfield, uh, president of Vacuum Man. Have a great week, Adam. We'll talk again next Friday. Thanks, Bill. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.